Hi guys, welcome to a new episode of Synced Up. So happy to have you here and we're just going to get right into it. Today I'm going to share my three tips for how to enter your up-level era. And what that means is basically if you feel like you are stuck, you're in a rut, you just hit a rock bottom, these are a few tips. There's obviously a lot more, but these are three things that I'm personally doing right now to go from Sabrina 1.0 to Sabrina 2.0. And this is what is very prevalent in my life right now, which is why I feel so called to talk about it and share it with you guys. It's also now manifesting season. We are approaching the new year, the holidays, and it's just such a potent time. I feel like the collective energy is just ready for newness, for shifts, and for changes. And why not get a head start on your New Year's resolutions or just get yourself to a point where you are entering the new year feeling so good, so aligned with your dreams, your aspirations, your goals, yourself, and just get a head start. So I wanted to give a little life update because that this is why I'm kind of going full head on into this up-level era that I am currently in. If you're one of my friends listening to this, I literally haven't shut up about being in my my health era as well. I mean, I'm always, I'm a certified wellness girly, but I just feel like I'm really taking it up a notch and making legitimate changes into my routine, which I haven't really done in the past. So I'm sharing it all with you because I feel like I'm just calling my energy back to myself And I want that for you guys. I want you to feel so empowered. So let's just get right into it. The life update. If you listened to two weeks ago, the episode two weeks ago, why is it so hard to be vulnerable? I shared that I was kind of in this long distance thing with this guy and I didn't know what to do about it. And finally, I decided to just end it, to close that door for now. I mean, who knows what's going to happen in the future, but something that my therapist taught me in the past was take note of how often you are feeling anxious, stressed, sad, and how often you're feeling happy. And the situation was just making me feel more anxious and more stressed. And it wasn't bringing me happiness. It just wasn't right for me. But it sucks because I really felt like I had a connection with this guy. It was so exciting. I mean, the idea of even just romanticizing like our future together, which is what I do. I'm a big romanticizer. Um, It just kind of got in the way, I think. And it also gave me a lot of hope, but it just, it wasn't right for me. And I had to let it go, which sucks. And I just want you guys to know if you're going through something similar, that it's okay to feel sad after doing the right thing. And I feel like a lot of times we know in our gut what the right thing is, but sometimes we just want to see it through. We want to give it time. We have that sense of hope, which is totally fine. Like I had to see it through, but then it just got to the point where like, I just, by this point, I've had so many different dating experiences that I really know what I want and I'm not willing to see it through as much. And that's how I felt with this, where like, I know it had so much potential. I know that if we were in the same city, we would a thousand percent be dating, but it's just not right for me now. And I had to let it go. Was it easy? No, like, no. 
And I did relapse. We like were talking a few weeks after. Also, that episode came out a little bit late, but I relapsed and it's fine. It happens. You know, we whatever it happens. You just got to give yourself grace. But I think the big takeaway from that experience was that sometimes people come into our lives to teach us how to let go, to teach us detachment. And I really feel like that was part of it, aside from him expanding me and showing me qualities in a guy that I really like, that I would love for my future partner to have, because he had a lot of amazing qualities. So it was expansion. It was also just a lesson as well. And yeah, that was one of the takeaways. And the other one was that it's okay to feel sad after doing the right thing. And I, you know, I tried getting over it really quickly. Like I gave myself a week and I was like, why am I still not over it? I was getting so annoyed with myself. And my therapist was like, give yourself some grace. Like, first of all, give yourself some time. You know, like this just happened. You're allowed to grieve, you know, this person that you were talking to every day that you were like kind of becoming enmeshed with, you know, everything that's going on in their day, you're talking to them all the time. Like you're allowed to take your time with this. So the more I allowed myself to just sit with it instead of trying to push away all the emotions, trying to push away, like getting annoyed with myself that I wasn't fully over it after a week, the more I just like sat with it and instead of trying to resist it, I went into it, then the quicker it allowed those sad feelings to kind of dissipate because I wasn't resisting it I wasn't trying to push it away I was just being with it so that was that was good um but that leads me to one of the parts of this up level is to let go of what is no longer serving you and I feel like in the spiritual community wellness community we hear that saying so much like let go like but listen bitch it's not that easy to just let go you know and Although I think it does get easier over time. I remember the first relationship I was in, I was 17. This guy was a lot older. And for him, it probably wasn't a real relationship. But for me, this was like the most serious relationship I'd ever been in. And it took me five years. We were on and off together five years. And it took me forever to just fully let go of him, even though I was being treated so like a doormat. I was totally a doormat, but, you know, through experience, you learn to, you know, let go a little bit quicker each time, and it's honestly a beautiful way to strengthen your relationship with the universe, because now with this most recent experience, I knew I had to let go, but I also knew I, I gave myself, I was like, Sabrina, give it a month. Just give it a month. Something better is going to come in. It always, always, always does. And because I've had so many experiences now where I've had to let go of something that I knew wasn't right for me in the beginning, it's so, so difficult because you're like, well, this is my soulmate or like this was perfect for me. I'm never going to find anything like this. I'm When I reflect and take inventory of all the previous experiences that's happened, which is why it's important to take that time to reflect, 
every time I did, the universe brought in something even more aligned. Also, as soon as I let him go, I received three brand partnerships. Three. And this was, that was the most abundant month I've ever had because not only did I receive these partnerships, but they were paying really well. And I 100% believe it's a reflection of my actions communicating my sense of self-worth for me. Because if I held on to this relationship that was not serving me, I'm communicating to the universe, I don't trust you. I don't trust you to bring in something more aligned for me that my soul is desiring. And I don't believe that I'm worthy of receiving something even better. And by letting go of what's not serving you, not only do you communicate like, I know my worth, like I, this is great, but it's not for me because if it was for me, it would have been working out. And the way that I was being treated wasn't a reflection of me being in my worth, me being in my divine feminine of just being grounded and, and balanced and in my creative flow. Like I was stressed and I was anxious all the time. And that energy blocks you from receiving what's of your highest good and something even better. So, oh, and that's another thing is when you let go or when you're holding on to what's not serving you or what isn't in your highest good, you are blocking and taking up space for something that is more aligned and of your highest good to come in. It's literally taking up space. So the sooner that you let go of what's not serving you, the sooner you create the space for what's aligned for you to come in, which can make it easier. But of course, like when you are in it, like when I, I mean, kind of, it, it what, like this was a gradual process of me getting the kind of like intuitive hit, like, okay, maybe this isn't working out, but let me just keep trying. So over the course of like a few weeks, I finally got to the point where I was like, okay, no, this, like this didn't just, I wasn't just like, okay, this isn't for me. Like I'm going to, I'm going to let it go now. Like it, it took some time, but that period of time begins to shorten. It didn't take me five years to, to, to realize, you know? So the more that you practice it and the more you start to let it go, now you're building your trust muscle with the universe. And when this happened, I, I try to take a moment where I'm really with myself and I'm consciously and subconsciously telling myself, Sabrina, this, this is the moment. Like, this is how you feel right now. You know that if you let this go, the universe is going to bring something better in for you. And you know that. And so when I took a step back and I was like, I do know that. I wholeheartedly know this. And something did better, something better did come through. And that's why I feel like I can even say it now is because I, but I just knew it because I've been through it so much, but that's because I've strengthened that muscle with the universe of every time that I have let go, sometimes letting go and, and really being like, okay, well, I'm gonna, nothing better is gonna come through and then it does. Now I've gotten to the point where I'm like, oh, I really don't want to let go, but I'm gonna because I know there's something better on the other side. And of course, the universe always shows up. And after it does, I always take out my journal, pen and paper, and I'm like, thank you, universe. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm always being taken care of by the universe. I trust the universe. I surrender to the universe. And I strengthen my trust muscle and my faith 
with the universe. And this whole experience is showing me that it's safe to let go. It's safe to trust because I'm always taken care of, period. So that's number one in your up-level era. We're letting go of what's not serving us. And you have to be so honest with yourself. It's not going to always be easy. Give yourself grace. Give yourself time. But really consider letting go of those things. And I'm sure something came to mind as I'm talking about this. And if it did, you can DM me. We can talk about it. I can be your little sounding board. But just saying. Okay. Number two, as I mentioned before, I'm in my health journey era. So recently I haven't, in the last maybe two months, I hadn't been feeling great about myself. Like, and you know, I get a lot of messages from girls saying, I actually got this one message from this girl that just, it filled my entire heart with purpose and meaning and joy and appreciation. But she said that, she has a bigger chest, like big boobs, just like me. And that the way that I present myself and has given her the confidence to do the same. And I told her like, I struggle with body image issues myself. I do. I I mean, and I say this in almost, not almost every podcast, but I say it in a lot. Like, even if I'm feeling afraid, I'm feeling anxious, I'm feeling scared, sad, whatever, I'm still going to do the thing that's going to create magnetism. I'm still going to do the thing that's aligned with my authenticity, with my higher self, even if I'm afraid. So even, you know, on the days where I'm like, damn, I've definitely gained weight and I don't feel as confident in my body. I'm still going to allow myself to be seen. I'm not going to hide myself. I'm not going to you know, get so down on myself that I won't let myself be seen, especially because it's my job, you know, it's my job to show up and I'm not going to let it dictate my mood or my sense of confidence. And this is so much like, and, and I can tell myself this consciously, but that doesn't mean that I don't struggle with feeling insecure or feeling not great about myself, especially when part of my job is to literally look at myself, look at myself in videos, look at myself in pictures and just see like my flaws. And, but I'm not complaining. I'm not saying this as a complaint. I'm just saying like what my experience is. And that even if I show up a certain way online, it doesn't mean that, you know, I wasn't spending the entire morning ridiculing myself and, you know, not necessarily having the best self-talk, which is like why this self-awareness, self-development relationship with yourself is a journey. It's a whole lifelong thing because I definitely still get triggered. I definitely still have those days where I look at myself and I'm like, not loving what I'm seeing. And and now even saying this out loud to you guys, because I try to be a role model, I try to be a positive influence on you guys. Even hearing myself say that out loud, like it makes me sad. It makes me sad for my younger self. It makes me sad for my, my current self that I just look at myself and I'm not happy with what I see. That even saying it out loud makes me sad. And it's a reminder that, and I was bringing this up in therapy too, and my therapist asked me to say like all the negative thoughts that were coming up. And then she said, 
my hope for you is that you'll be more mindful when these negative self-talks start to come through and that you can start to stop and cut yourself off sooner before this inner monologue continues. So I'm saying this almost like to raise awareness, you know, if you are experiencing the same thing where you're just looking in the mirror and being so hard on yourself, just take a step back and imagine your friend is coming to you and saying this because now as I'm saying it out loud, it like it hurts and I want to just tell myself like you are good enough, period. Like as a woman as well, you have an innate worth in your divine feminine energy that you do not need to prove yourself to anyone. It's within you. You were born with it. So you're always going to be enough no matter what the what you are picking apart in the mirror that only probably only you notice too and to just give yourself that grace again in this situation too just give yourself some grace and there's always solutions because you are fully in control of yourself that's the only thing you have control over is is yourself so you can stop the monologue a little bit earlier and you can start to make a shift and that is what I've been doing I've been working on my inner monologue and I've just been making lifestyle changes that I'm now going to share with you so I started focusing all of my meals around protein and that is like my number one goal right now is to have like 25 to 30 grams grams of protein for breakfast and for dinner and then to have high protein snacks and lunches so that has really helped just from a science like nutrition science background protein is what helps you literally melt the body fat off of your body even without working out that's going to help you lose weight if that's your goal and build muscle so I've just been focusing on eating really really not really clean like I went out to dinner and I had a martini and fries but the entire week like I am meal prepping, I am being intentional about what I'm eating, and I'm also just spending more time with myself and at home. I feel like I'm also in like this hibernation era, but instead of going out all the time, I'm inviting my friends over and I'm cooking dinner for them. And it is showing me like I can take care of myself and I can take care of my friends. And like one day I can take care of my kid. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like I'm also entering like my mommy era, which I'm kind of down for. I'm not going to lie, but like, I don't know. I've, it's, it's been rewarding in itself too, to show myself like I can take care of myself. I can cook myself healthy, delicious meals. I can host my friends. I can clean. I can keep my apartment looking tidy and neat. Like that is also in a way, raising my sense of self-esteem, which is overall what was kind of like my issue recently was I, my self-esteem was kind of hurting. And the way that I help my sense of self-esteem is by taking action on what I have control over, which is my diet and my workouts and my lifestyle. So I haven't been going out as much out, out, like drinking, partying, but I have been hosting these more intimate 
dinners and hangouts with my close friends. And that's been so nourishing. Like I feel like I get my social fix through these dinners that I'm hosting and I get to cook for my friends and we get to just like smoke weed or drink wine and just hang out together and listen to music and enjoy each other's company, which for me right now in this era of my life is super fulfilling. And I'm not drinking as much, like maybe I'll have a glass of wine here and there, but I'm not a big drinker to begin with, but that's obviously helping. And yeah, so I've, and then I've also been really consistent with my workouts. I'm doing about two to three resistance, which is like weights, Pilates. No, no, actually, I'm sorry. Resistance training is like with a resistance band or with weights. So anything that is a weight that you are pushing against your body or pulling or anything like that. So I'm doing two heavy weighted days or hit. I hit workout with weights. Um, Like one day I'll do a run with sprints. I've also been adding sprints to the end of my workouts. So like anything above a um, 9.0 miles per hour. I do 30 seconds on like sprinting and then a 30 second rest and I do that five to 10 times. So I'll do that after my workouts and I'll do one day just committed to running and cardio because that I've noticed always helps my body just like get nice and snatched. I'll do Pilates one to two times a week and I will do yoga. So some type of stretch and it's that kind of format. Some days I'll do a little bit more weights. Some days I'll do a little bit less and then do a little bit more like steady state cardio. It really depends on the time of my cycle, which I'm also been doing cycle syncing. And um, yeah, because it just depends on my energy. So that's been helping. So two is just lifestyle adjustments and also really focusing on protein and, and home cooking. The third one is getting really clear on my identity. How you're going to do this is like you can write Sabrina or I'm sorry, you write your own name, your name 2.0 and you have all the characteristics of this person that you want to be and that you are embodying because it's you can't only rely on motivation to get results you have to make it a part of your identity. Like being a health and wellness girl is part of my identity. That's why it's, I have less of a barrier to working out and eating healthy because it's always been a part of who I am, who I identify as. I'm a healthy and fit person. I'm a wellness girly, like period. That's just who I am. And when, I mean, and now I'm just like tightening the ropes a little bit. But when something is a part of your identity, you're going to do it no matter what. Like, because I am a healthy and fit person, I'm going to work out no matter what. I always have been working out no matter what, but I just haven't been going as hard as usual. And I've been just like a little bit looser on myself, which is totally fine. But now I want to like bring it back in. So when you make something a part of your identity, that's also why, you know, it's so hard to persuade people in things like politics because people hold their political views so close to them and so close to their identity. That is one of the hardest things to persuade people on changing is when they hold it close to their identity. So make these traits who you are. Like 
that is gonna so you can say like if you have these new health goals like I am a healthy and fit person and my my mantras have been I am confident I am grounded like grounded in myself grounded in my beliefs in my values I'm a grounded person and I believe in myself three I am powerful meaning like I I deserve to be seen I allow myself to be heard And I know that when I speak, people listen. I know how to command a room. I can walk in and people are going to listen. The fourth one is I'm magnetic. I'm a magnet for opportunities, for people. I'm always in the right place at the right time. Just trusting in your energy, knowing that when you show up, you light up that room. You are magnetic. Number five is I'm beautiful inside and out. And that's something everyone needs to say to themselves. You are innately beautiful inside and out. And it's obviously more important of who you are inside because that will always shine through. Of course, it helps if you are externally beautiful by society's standards. Yes, it gets your foot in the door. But let me tell you, there are so many opportunities that end up falling through because the person's personality cannot meet them there and when you what you put into yourself is what you put out into the world so you put beautiful energy into yourself you're gonna shine you're gonna shine because that's like what you put out is how people are going to perceive you so put into yourself the energy the mantras the affirmations that you want to exude and you will see a reflection of that i promise you and last one is i am light i am a light in this world you know, there's so much darkness going on. There's so much hatred. There's so much anger. Just be the light. And you can do this exercise where you envision this gold or white healing light just pouring over through your body. I do this all the time. And I do this in a meditation. And while you're sitting in this meditation, almost take yourself out and then see yourself looking at yourself in this meditation and see yourself meditating and seeing this white light pouring through the top of your head going all throughout down your body and then just see yourself glowing in this white healing light and then see yourself going to the gym going to the office going to class going to where just doing your day-to-day things and see yourself as this white healing light going to all of these different places interacting with all the people that you interact with and just see yourself as the light be the light and miracles I swear will start to follow you because you are the light you hold that energy of light which is what we need so okay that I I feel like I always end these episodes just like rambling but you know I hope that this was helpful for you guys and let me know how it goes if you try any of these tips I have so many more so dm me with any questions with any stories any comments I love hearing from you guys I love connecting with you I will always respond especially my girls you know I will always reply to you Um, I love you and I hope you have a great rest of your week. Bye.